Hello and welcome to When I Found Grace podcast. Is there really such thing as a weak faith? That's coming up next. Welcome back to a, another episode of When I Found Grace podcast. Today, I think we're going to talk about something that uh, I feel like we've talked about it before, but it can also be very uncomfortable for many people because it's the issue of weak faith, a faith that's weak. And, you know, when when we address these issues and we talk about it, nobody wants to admit that that they're weak in their faith. And, uh, you know, we, we like to think, well, my faith is strong, my faith is, is solid, but, but what, what is the defining factor for a faith that is weak as opposed to a faith that is strong? And so beforehand, I, I do apologize if uh, I offend you. Uh, it's not my purpose to offend anybody, but, but to bring to light, I think, to have an understanding of where we are in our faith. And I think when we have that understanding, you know, we're better able to make decisions based off of that understanding. We're also able to um, deal with other people in what I would say grace and uh, and and just to move forward in relationships uh, in, in a much better and in, in clearer way, knowing, knowing where our faith stands. So now this conversation came up. My wife and I were having a discussion about uh, a friend of hers who had converted from a, a non-denominational Christian church to what she called the Catholic faith. And so as we're talking about this, you know, my wife was asking and and the same question I think many of us have asked, like, why why would somebody convert from non-denominational to Catholicism. It it doesn't really make sense, especially for uh, many of us who, um, who have come to know Jesus in this wonderful personal relationship with Jesus. And, and we find so much love and grace and, and freedom in that. And, you know, so I kind of want to share my thoughts from that conversation because it, it does... Uh, really, I think, apply to many of us as we talk about it, because because we do know, we all have people that we know that have, have kind of made strange decisions in our mind of why they would do what they did do. Uh, for example, I had a cousin of mine uh, who, who I love very dearly, and her and her family, uh, after for, for whatever reason, after some years of, of being a part of, of the church I was a part of, uh, she decided to um, convert to Orthodox, to the Orthodox Church. And I really had no idea what the Orthodox Church was, but I knew it wasn't what I was a part of. And, and it just seemed like something that was more um, 
constrictive. It, there's a lot more uh, rules and, and laws and things to follow than what, what she was coming from. However, there was a circumstance where when um, there was where we had a chance to to go and and grieve with her for for a loss that she had uh, at her church or her I don't know if they call it a synagogue or or their their place of worship that they were at and so we we went there and we had the opportunity for their priest to walk us around and kind of show us and explain things that were part of their faith, that were part of the things that they did. And one of the things that I kind of walked away with was, you know, in in all of this, there is a, a beauty in some of these, um, you know, these rites or these rituals that, that they partake in, because in what they're doing— is is this is how they're choosing to honor God. This is the best way that they feel like, wow, this is what I'm going to do because I want to to recognize God and and who he is. And and there are some some beautiful parts to it. And I'm I'm not going to take that away. Um but the problem is is where you start taking it from a point of of worship to God, that this is this is how I, I feel best to worship God, to where now this is becoming your salvation. You know, that you can earn your works, that you can earn your way, or that, you know, it doesn't matter about having a relationship with the Lord, but I just need to do, you know, A, B, C, and D, and I'll be fine. See that that's not that's not a good faith. That's that's a um one that is that is sick, one that is hurting, one that that needs to be healed, uh, and and so those are those are things that lead away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. But but inherently, some of these things that I know that the the Orthodox Church and even the Catholic Church have implemented into their rituals aren't aren't necessarily evil, right? Uh, and and so the the question the question comes up is okay, well, why would somebody decide to go from from a a Freedom in Christ, a, a non-denominational where there tends to be a lot more freedom. Not not every non-denominational in in my church, I would say, where we come from, uh, there's a lot of freedom. We we take our freedoms very seriously, and uh, and and we love those. But why would somebody leave that freedom to to go somewhere like a Catholic church or Orthodox church? But the one part I want to take us into scripture is into Romans chapter 14, because Paul has a little bit of insight, and I think we can uh, take away from this what what it is. Um, he says in chapter 14, verse 1, he says, Now accept the one who is weak in faith, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. So, I mean, that's, so who's ever weak in faith, accept them, but but not to pass judgment. But then the question is, okay, well, who's weak and who's not? <laughs> so he gets into it here. Verse 2, he says, One person has faith that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats vegetables only. The one who eats is not to regard with contempt the one who does not eat, and the one who does not eat is not to judge the one who eats, for God has accepted him. 
And then he goes on in, in verse five, one person regards one day above another, another regards every day alike. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. Verse six, he who observes the day observes it for the Lord, and he who eats does it for the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And he who eats not for the Lord, he does not eat and gives thanks to God. For not one of us lives for himself, and not one dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord, or if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. So we see, in especially here in verse 2, where it identifies the person who is weak in faith, is, is the one who has to abide by rules, the one who has to abide by those things. And that really means for, for whatever reason that they have, you, you know, um, for, for example, you, you know, there's, there are people that I believe genuinely operate much better in their life under strict rules, under a, a stricter, um, re, uh, just rules that they follow, uh, because it, it helps to keep them on on the straight and and the narrow, you know. For for example, you know, people who are would consider themselves alcoholics, you know, they uh, when it comes to to alcohol, well, they're 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 very weak in their faith, and and they would say, well, I I can't drink alcohol because uh, or or even be be near it because my faith is is so weak, and 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 not only do they. Um, try to stay away from it themselves, but, but they expect others that are around them to stay away from it as well, because I mean, their, their faith is very weak and, and there are things that, I mean, they're, they're still struggling with those. And, and so we can see that, that those people need to be away from, from alcohol altogether and they need to be very strict. And, and this is so that they can walk in a clean and clear conscience before the Lord. Because that, that's what we, we all want anyways. And, and that's why Paul even talks about here in, in Romans chapter 14, you know, that, look, if, if, if this is going to destroy my brother, then I, me who's strong, then I'll, I'll just stay away from it, you know? And, and so, you know, so that, that's just one example. You know, some people, maybe they have anger issues, you know, and, and in order to to stay calm or to kind of fend off that, that difficult issue of, of anger. What they do instead is, is they, they follow strict rules and they have to do a routine that, that works for them. And I think that can be a, a wonderful thing for people to do, but recognizing, and we even have to recognize that, okay, well, I'm weak in my faith in this area. And so, yeah, I do have to become a little bit more, quote unquote, legalistic in these certain things or following these certain um, rules for myself so that that I'm able to stay on the straight and the narrow. And so when it comes to our conversation, me and my wife, as we're talking about these things, because I would apply that to her friend, you know, her her friend, I, I don't know very much about them, but but maybe 
what happened was in their family, there was too much freedom that they were experiencing in their relationship with the Lord. And what it would do is it would it would give an opportunity for one of them to fail. It would give them that opportunity and and they did not have the faith or or the strong enough faith to stay away from whatever weakness that they had. And so they had to go somewhere that maybe implemented some different rules that implemented, you know, some stricter things to to stay away from those. And and I'm not saying that those are 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 necessarily everything that comes from these these groups like the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church are are great and beautiful. There are some things that are just straight out idolatry, but there are things that are part of it that that can help believers stay on that straight and that narrow, especially when they are weak in faith. And uh, and so maybe maybe that's why you know I was thinking about my cousin. Maybe that's why she went to the Orthodox Church because there were you know the freedom that she had at our church was was too much. She needed something that was a little bit more uh, strict and, and rigid, just to to you know feel like and that she was worshiping the Lord to draw near to Him. Uh, and and I think you know for for that reason it, it can be okay. It can be fine, but but there's a big but to this is that once once those things that you're doing become the source of your salvation, then you're in trouble because Jesus needs to be the source of our salvation. He is the source of it. And what happens and what we see is people who go to these strict rules, you know, for them, it, it may just be, you know, this is how I worship the Lord. And this is how I, I stay straight and clean. But but for those that are around them, their family, their children, uh, the, the danger is that now their children are starting, if they don't teach them rightly, their children may start to depend on these things for their salvation. And they start thinking, these are the do's and the don'ts that I have to do if I want to go to heaven, rather than a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so there are certainly pitfalls and downfalls to going to more strict and um, places so that you can worship the Lord. And you have to be very careful and diligent in your walk to make sure that, look, the source of my salvation is Jesus. I'm weak in this area, which means there are things that I have to do, whether it's to abstain from meat, not to eat meat, or even it talks about uh, regarding each day alike, about celebrating and worshiping the Lord on, on different days. You know, maybe for me, I have to worship the Lord on a Saturday. That that's where I, I feel like okay, that's that gives me more um, opportunity to 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 draw near to the Lord. W- wonderful. Then, then worship the Lord there and and then, you know, or that you know we're going to celebrate right now is the the time of Lent. You know, um, and and people say, well, in order for me to draw near to the Lord, I celebrate this time of Lent, uh, and and so they they feel like that that's something that they that they have to do to to continue to draw near to the Lord in in this time of repentance and and coming before Him, and and it can be a very beautiful thing, but also can be a very dangerous thing, and we have to be mindful of that, and if if we are 
also able to accept that I'm weak in faith. I'm weak in, in this certain area or, or I'm just weak altogether. It, it's a lot better if we recognize where we're weak in faith. Because sometimes if we don't, if we think, well, you know, I'm doing this because I'm strong in my faith. I'm, I'm doing this because I'm so close to God that, that, you know, these are, these are the things that we do to draw near to the Lord. Well, I've got news for you. Your faith actually isn't strong. Your faith is, is weak and and that's okay. That's not a problem. But Paul is talking to us here and to the Romans about dealing with people that are weak in faith. It's okay to admit that you're weak and it's, you know, for those of us who are strong, uh, you know, well, what identifies somebody who's strong? Well, somebody that's able to live in freedom, freedom in Christ, that they don't, in these areas, they don't need certain things to be set up for for them. They don't need to, uh, they, they have absolute freedom in Christ. You know, where it says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so we we are free. And sometimes that makes the weak person really mad but we also need to know that, okay, if, if I have a strong faith and this person who has a weak faith, okay, those who are strong, let's bear with those that are, are weak. But then those who are weak, you know, also need to recognize that, yeah, they have a weak faith. And there's certain situations they can't put themselves into anymore. And so they need to abstain from those. But but for those that are strong, they, they can continue on in those things if... If it's not being a part of or or offending those people directly who are weak, and and when I when I say not offending them, essentially it's kind of <laughs> um, the, the idea of look if if I eat meat and that person doesn't and they don't like people eating meat altogether, well I'm I'm going to go in in a back room or I'm going to go and when I'm at home I'll eat meat, but when I come out in public with them, I'm not going to eat meat to, just so they don't see me eating meat and it's offensive to them. So uh, anyways, so th- those are just some of my thoughts that I, I wanted to share with you. Uh, you know, it, being mindful of other people and and especially those of us who are strong, just continuing in that love and that grace for those who are weak. And But then if you are weak, if you need to set up these these certain rules and, and regulations or go somewhere that kind of helps with that, that that's great. Do that in the Lord's direction, but also understanding that your salvation is not in those things. Those things help you to stay on the straight and the narrow. Those things are not your salvation. Keep salvation on Jesus. Keep your salvation in Jesus. And make sure that those kids and the people that are around you understand that and know that. And the reason that you're doing these things is because your faith is weak. So anyways, I hope that's a blessing. Maybe bring some clarity. Hope you have a great week. And God bless. Hey